Night Whispers. It's a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. It's a hotbed of revolutionary activity. Revolution? Revolution? That's great. I'm completely on top of that. We speak of revolution. Revolution? This revolution is going to make us a fortune. Watch the buzz. Now, what are we all talking about, huh? <laughs> Say it. We speak of revolution. Revolution? Sons of liberty. Patriots speaking of revolution and freedom. Let's do this. Ready? One. He's never afraid to take on the establishment. The hotbed of revolutionary activity. He means business. This is not the weirdest feeling in the world right now. Oh, what's happening? Too big, too loud. Ladies and gentlemen, let's make some noise for your favorite show. Now, here's your host for Night Whispers, Reverend Victor Robert Farrell. Night Whispers, December 18, number 351, Clouds of Glory. And your dream word is believe. Matthew 13 verse 58 reads, Now he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. A wireless fidelity or Wi-Fi enabled device is something like a personal computer, a game console, a cell phone, an MP3 player or personal data assistant for example, that can connect to the internet when within range of a wireless network. The area covered by one or more interconnected access points is called a hotspot. Hotspots can cover as little as a single room with wireless opaque walls or as much as many square miles covered by overlapping access points. Now such a mesh of overlapping access points is called a Wi-Fi cloud. And when you're in the cloud, dear friends, then you are in an area of seamless wireless connectivity and internet access. Bear with me now, friends, for there is some spiritual application here, believe it or not. You know, I always appreciate those brave people who pray for miracles of healing. I think it takes courageous and believing people to publicly step out and in faith, both to ask for and believe for a miracle of any kind, but especially the healing kind. The problem I have with the expression of this kind of courage, and it is courageous, is that it rarely, and in my experience virtually never, results in the miracle that was prayed for. Oh yes, it does happen, but let's face it, it's not very often compared to the number of prayers offered. Why is this? I used to very comfortably base my life on only the precepts of the Holy Scriptures rather than that coupled with the outwork and realized fullness of its new covenant practices. I did this by conveniently confining all New Testament miraculous paraphernalia of any sort to a doctrinal storage area of dispensational disposal. In other words, I used to say, all that miraculous stuff was for then. As for now, well, we have the word of God in its power and fullness, and frankly, we now neither need the privilege nor the access to the miraculous manifestations of the New Testament period. <laughs> well, I wish we did indeed have the word of God in its fullness and power among us today. I shall leave an answer to that for another evening. But I know this, that there was never a time in my personal history, indeed in our nation's collective history, when we needed such a manifestation of the New Testament miraculous montage. Why don't we see it then? Some people would say it is because of the lack of individual faith. However, is not that a most hurtful statement made against those people whose faith has drawn them out of the pew and, and to the front of a church for healing prayer, especially when such faith often and inevitably lays its roots in the fields of desperation? 
No, though having faith is so very important, I don't think healing miracles do not happen because of lack of faith. So, if we have an apostolic and prophetic fivefold and not a threefold ministry, and if we do not have a doctrinal dispensational disaster on our hands, and if the lack of an individual's ability to most desperately faith it is not a blocking issue, then why do we not see such manifestations of the miraculous as seen in the New Testament? May I suggest, and it is only a suggestion, that we're in the wrong kind of cloud. For I do wonder if there are in fact two kinds of spiritual clouds. The first of the two clouds, I am suggesting, is damp and grey. It is occupied by the demonic and is home to various evangelical settlednesses, settled hopelessness, settled smugness, settled respectability, and especially settled for lessness. When you are in this kind of unbelieving cloud, your head is always bowed against the wind, and your shoulders shrug downwards to the waiting earth, and your hands kept firmly in the warmth of your desperate theological pockets. In this cloud of unbelief, you will rarely, yes, so very rarely, find a hot spot of miraculous happening. It seems to me that the whole of Britain at the moment is in such a damp, grey and unbelieving cloud. And this second cloud of bright belief is a gathering together of meshed and seamless spiritual hotspots where the ambiance and atmosphere is one of hope, is one of expectancy, is one of raised and open-handed certainty in the mighty name of Jesus, and is even one of bright and brightest glory. I wonder if camps of angels move in such a cloud, and I wonder if it is in such a cloud in which Abraham still walks with Moses and Elijah today, indeed where all the fulfilment of the law and the prophets still walk together, hand in hand, together with one even in the form of one like the Son of Man. My oh my, how I would like to be in that cloud tonight. Two clouds, which one are you in? And let me challenge you friends, if you're in the wrong cloud tonight, then maybe you need to find a new service provider. Do you know what I mean? Listen. For who having heard rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? Now with whom was he angry for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest? But to those who did not obey. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 16 to 19. Pray with me please. Lord, there are far too many Christian corpses left rotting in the wilderness. Therefore we repent of our nation's rebellion of unbelief and regret all of its most deathly consequences. Bring us then please, your Holy Spirit hotspot people of faith and power, O Lord, and mesh them all together into a mighty cloud of glorious and seamless belief. In Jesus' name we ask it, amen, and let it be so. Thank you for listening to Night Whispers, your daily inspiration from Pastor Victor Robert Farrell and the 66 Books Ministry. Please remember that these nightly inspirations are made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. So please make your donation today at www.give66.com. Thank you.